in a world ravaged by war and chaos. A group of survivors must band together to brave the dangers of a post-apocalyptic landscape. The year is 2000, and the world has been plunged into darkness. The nuclear fires have burned out, leaving behind a wasteland of ruins and radiation. But amidst the rubble and despair, a glimmer of hope still remains. Join Dork Day Afternoon as they face off against marauding gangs, enemy soldiers, and even the harsh elements themselves in the world of Twilight 2000. Will our heroes survive the challenges ahead? Can they keep their own humanity intact? Or will they succumb to the harsh realities of life after the end of the world? Two Past Midnight, an actual play podcast by Dork Day Afternoon. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle Andrew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 810 for Comics Originally coming out March 21st and March 22nd. But before Drew and I get into what is coming out in your local comic book shop this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, Drew, you and I just recorded a spoiler-filled review of the Shazam! Fury of the Gods movie, um, and we put that on specifically for our patrons to hear what our thoughts were of the movie that just came out that you and I went to opening night for. Yeah. Yeah. We got home about an hour ago. Yeah. So, um, did a little review show for that. And, uh, nice to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a little, it's St. Patrick's day too. So happy St. Patty's day folks. And we had, I had green beer and yeah. um, wings at B dubs, <laughs> not green wings, nice. just regular wings. <laughs> well, they might have been old. Who knows? Yeah, because yeah, all flats. So B dubs. Uh, all, all flats. I got uh, no drummies. I got ten wings. All flat flats. No drummies. Um, that's that's wrong. <laughs> so get it together, B dubs. Could have ruined uh, the whole evening. I, I did get a hilarious tweet uh, based on our last week's episode about you getting chickens and us doing a new podcast chickens mm-hmm. for fun and profit <laughs> and uh shoot i've lost it. it he said um would we have to subscribe through poultry on yeah hats off hats off for that joke uh, um oh, i think it was wade ledden there you go very yeah. nice yeah uh now let's see uh no one uh, the new Kyle Higgins book for Image sells out and goes back for a second printing. And it's just like I always said, Kyle, mm-hmm. superheroes, <clears throat> you, you, need, you need more superheroes and a superhero universe in Image. It's a no-brainer. Uh, <laughs> that's where they belong. That's what I've always said, right, Kyle? Yep, get your peanut butter out of my chocolate. They just go together. They go together. I, I always... <laughs> I've always been a big proponent, and now, by golly, it's. Um, I am excited for this because we do. We went to a DC movie, mm-hmm. and now we've got DC Connect for um, April's DC Connect for June, June. Oh my. releases. So we're in the hot summer. Yeah. Uh, with these, I'm excited. We've got Flash and Wonder Woman on the cover. Both of them having a, a number 800. We talked about that last week about how they were going to be hitting 800 and who was going to get more and how we weren't going to talk about how they made it to those numbers or if they were actually valid <laughs> right it seems really convenient that they <laughs> both hit 100 in this year mm-hmm. but we, we wondered who's going to get more more publicity well as of this publication on the cover they get 50 50 so yeah, we're splitting it we'll see how that holds up as we as we slide through uh, who, who's going to kick us off the top here? We're going to start ah, off. Let's just, of course, since we talk about all that, you know, new stuff coming in from the dawn of <laughs> right. DC, we, of course, start with Batman 136, Chip Zdarsky, Melen Ortega. But we have some beautiful Art Germ and Delato uh, variant covers. Casada variant cover. Stefan Sajic variant cover. You name it. Good stuff. That that is weird that you put them on the cover and then bury them. Doesn't make sense. 
Oh, and then Tom King's going to do a Penguin book. Is that a one-shot or a yeah. series? Can you tell? Yeah. More than likely a one-shot, but I cannot. it does not say. It doesn't say that, and it's only 32 pages, so it's I'm going to say it's ongoing. Yeah, ongoing. Yep, completely. Ongoing or mini-series, and we'll find out yeah. once it gets going. <laughs> once you get three in, they'll say, by the way, three of five. Oh, look at that. <laughs> look at that variant cover. That's this, funny. Yeah, straight out of Gotham tattoo. And a, zero, uh, a, a slightly hidden zero issue of the Penguin. And that's by Chip Zdarsky. Mm-hmm. Okay. Collecting. Okay, so Penguin Zero will actually be collecting Batman 125, 126, and 127. So you've already read all this. The backup stories. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's yeah. fine. So, but they're putting him with a pretty nice little Belen Ortega cover on it, so... Gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got uh, Brave and the Bold, um, number two. This is more Tom King, Ed Brisson, Chris Cantwell, Joel Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, goodness, glorious stuff. I'm excited for. Yeah. Liking the covers, too. Yeah, those are great. Poison Ivy reaches issue 13. with mm-hmm. a ton of great covers as well. Okay. Hey, Frank Cho doing a poison just gonna say, But doing it with Kai Carpenter. So it's Kai Carpenter and Frank Cho on it. We get a Sweeney Boo swimsuit cover. Let's hope those that trend continues. Yeah. She's got some junk in her trunk on that. <laughs> Ooh, we're moving Nightwing closer to the top where he belongs. Mm-hmm. Only six pages to get to a Nightwing book. Can't be that. And I actually like the cover A. It's a POV issue. Yeah, I was just going to say. That's kind of cool. Enjoy this um, Be Nightwing for a Day, and a special issue told from Nightwing's point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruno Redondo really likes to play with the uh, the styling and the art form. And, you know, he had the one continuous thing, right, that he did. Mm-hmm. He's doing these weird covers, and now he's doing this. We got an oversized story, too, 40 pages. Yeah, I mean experimentation's fine. Yeah, but don't don't do too much of this. Every <laughs> once every once in a while, right? Get it out of your system and move. You want on. you want just you want just good comics. Mm-hmm. You don't really, you don't really need gimmicks all the time. Correct, correct. So I guess swimsuit thing is a is like a a theme. Yeah, there you know Nightwing does not have one, but Catwoman does. So uh, I don't know if they're sticking to their. There are female protagonists, but we shall see. Yeah, Catwoman fifty six um, with a with a swimsuit cover. Yeah, very much like it. Joker uncovered is uh, the best selling variant cover featuring the Joker in a standalone comic book. So forty pages of it looks like just really good art. So it's it's all um, Liebermejo covers. Yes. Or just Joker covers in general. Low life creeps and scoundrels. It's your uncle Joker here. You can art, you know, art can come from many places, and most great art is about truly despicable people like me. In that spirit, you should buy the Joker Uncovered to see a murderer's row of the world's greatest comic book artists commit my beautiful yeah. image to dozens of wonderful variant covers, all collected in one place for the very first time. Not so. Just. It's just correct. Yeah. So it's just forty pages of just Joker covers. Um, yeah, that'll sell well. Yeah, it's pretty cool. People love Joker covers, so. Yeah, all covers are cardstock. Oh, wow. And then the the Libre is eight bucks. Everything else is a standard. Because it's a foil. Mm. A foil of that Christmas cover. Okay. All right. Then we're going to slide into the fifth issue of Superman. Uh, the new Josh Williamson with, um. Lex Luthor's enemies power up the Silver Banshee. Oh yeah, Silver Banshee's the new bad. Okay. That uh, one in twenty-five, a Hayden Sherman, uh, kind of the bust cover with the Superman outline in the backgrounds. I kind of like that. And it looks like the Silver Banshee is uh, cuddling up to Jimmy Olsen there, so that should be interesting. No. Oh, yeah. 
then as we slide into Action Comics 1056, is this a is this a wraparound cover? No. Is this sideways? Yeah. The swimsuit variant. Oh. Sorry. I don't know. We've got multiple covers. Yeah, Action looks like it's got a swimsuit variant, but I'm not sure if it's just sideways or it's going to wrap yeah. around. I think it's sideways. And who is is she sneezing or cold breath? Cold cold breath. Cold yeah, breath. it's kind of cool. And someone's undone their um, bikini top. <laughs> Power girl, obviously. <laughs> you think? I don't, know, just <laughs> I don't know who's in. I don't know who's in action. I can't remember. Yeah. So look. It could just be super family. So that could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just super. Very cool. Good covers though. Superboy Man of Tomorrow hits issue three. That's a rack, rad cover. Yeah, Lopez Ortiz variant cover is very cool. Richard Ricardo Lopez Ortiz. Very cool. And then the Tom Taylor Adventures of Superman John Kent. Mm-hmm. And Steelworks number one. Oh wow. Um uh, I don't I vaguely remember the Steel comic from I guess the 80s or 90s. Yeah, right after Death of Superman. Interesting. But it's written by Star Trek legend and voice of Steel, Michael Dorn. Yeah. Kind of rad. So who was Michael Dorn? Was he, was he like a, a Borg or something? <laughs> Should I know who he was? <laughs> I don't know. Sam Basri doing the art as well. Yeah, he's Worf. <laughs> He's a Klingon. Worf. Worf, okay. That's yeah. from the new generation, right? Next generation. Next generation. TNG. Gotcha. And then right on the heels of us seeing Shazam, Shazam Fury of the Gods, we get Shazam number two. Yeah. Mark Wade writing Dan Mora art. Don't get much more high-end than that. Yeah, it's, it's too bad these aren't going to be out right away. Yeah. It'd be nice if they were out this week. This Wednesday would have been perfect for that, mm-hmm. but bad timing. Yep. Uh, more Green Lantern, its second issue, because it launched last week. More Green Arrow, it launched a couple of week, couple of yeah, months ago. because they had their Dawn of DC last, last yep. book. L- last book, right. New characters are going to be in this Green Arrow. Ejikari on this Green Arrow, very good one in 25 cover. Ooh, Derek Chu, good cover. All four of the covers for Green Arrow. Top notch. You like them all? Yeah, I actually really do. Peace Wrecker is the new <laughs> character, which is um, dumb. Super dumb. <laughs> Unstoppable Doom Patrol hits issue four. Harley Quinn at 31. Spirit War- World number two. I don't remember the first issue last week. Why did I ignore that? Because it was. Not for me. Yeah. Yeah, this is the We Are Legends imprint, right? Mm-hmm. So this goes along with City Boy number two and The Vigil number two. Titans number two. I'm excited Titans, for this yeah. Titans. Uh, I'm excited for this Titans. I've heard going to be some um, fun stuff going on in here, and it's kind of they're going to try to make this a uh, one of the bigger books. In Tom Taylor, I trust. Yeah, could be good. Um, I don't try to think of the last time he did a team book. I guess it would have to be The Injustice. Mm. Last thing I remember. I don't know that I'd consider that a team book with Superman punching through the Joker's chest in issue two or whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, it was multiple characters. Yeah, writing. <laughs> huh, Starfire, they are D-Sex and Starfire after the new 52. Oh, my. Where are we looking at that? Just on the cover of Titans 2 and her uh, Bar- Jen Bartel cover. Desexing? Yeah. She was always super scoopy. You, you don't think and... that Bartel cover's hot? Nope. Could be. <laughs> could be. Maybe if it was larger than a postage stamp, we could give it a, you, uh, a once over. The old age old problem. <laughs> Cyborg number two. This book will not make it to, well, it'll barely make it to six. It might. It might. Uh, Flash 800, we get there. Page 24. Page 24, we get to what's on the cover in the big giant five, ooh, $5 book. And in 
includes a Dawn of DC prelude by the new Flash creative team that's coming on, Cy Spurrier and Mike Diodato Jr., which will get me to read a Flash book again. There you go. So I'm excited about that. I'll probably read that. I'll have to read this. I'll have to read this $5. Whole slew of covers. Anything stick out? I like a lot. I like the show. Yeah. Show's great. But a lot of them are pretty nice. Then we get good old Wonder Woman 800. A dollar more. Hers is a buck more for an extra eight pages? Yeah. Eek. Eek. And do we get the, the new creative team for Wonder Woman on this? No. Not yet. Mm-mm. We get all kinds of covers here as well. Including a swimsuit variant. Yeah, those are pretty good. All kinds of pride covers too, but I haven't been real thrilled. None of them have really lit anything into my fire. You ever wanted to know if uh, Wonder Woman waxes? Uh, you'll know that now. You have your answer. <laughs> I'll start. We got DC Pride 2023. Is this a new one? Mm hmm. Uh, it's just, like collect, any, it's just collected edition stuff, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know if it's new stuff or not. But if it's got a Constantine story in it, I might have to look at it anyway. A Parade of Pinups by Bab Starr, Maria Lovett, Brandt and Stein, Noah Dow, Travis Moore, and more. I like the tarot card cover by Jen Bartell. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. The Vega variant cover is pretty nice. All these are Pretty solid covers. Yeah, not bad at all. You can tell. Oh, these down, all these down here. These last ones are the individual pride covers for the the individual books. Gotcha. I bet that's what. I bet that's a frizzin for Poison Ivy right there. Mm-hmm. That frizzin maybe. The the. Oh, oh, it's connecting. Yep. Okay. She's choking her. Long as it's with consent. What? DC Pride through the years. So this is connecting Flash from 1991, Detective from 2009, Supergirl 19 from 2018. So this is a bunch of older LGBTQ stories from different books. Wow. Okay. This is for the folks that say, why are this, Why is this happening now? Well, it's been happening, maybe. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize. Or I wasn't. I've never paid attention. That's possible as well. Yeah. Not from 1991. That's not that far back, really. So it's a really old-looking cover. It's a real classic old-looking cover. Yeah. That makes it look like it's from the 60s or 70s. Yeah. But the but oldest exactly. story they have is 1991. 1991. Yep. Hilarious. Um, Batman Inc. still going strong. Tim Drake, Robin, everybody's favorite Robin. It's its 10th issue. Peacemaker tries hard. Number two. Those are fun cover. I bet that's I bet this is a fun book. And it's Kyle mm-hmm. Starks. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll be good. Nightmare Country. God, those covers are scary. I don't even want to look at them anymore. That's what I was just saying. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me, I've got to watch I've got to find some time to watch that Sandman Netflix mm. series. Heard such good things about it and then never got around to it. Ooh, the Riddler Year One. It's number five. The penultimate five of six. They've been good. Okay, Batman White Knight presents Generation Joker. Uh, this one, I was thinking this is the one that's not going to be Sean Murphy. Yeah, okay. This is story by Sean Murphy, but written by two other people. Uh, Katana Collins and Clay McCormack. With, um, and it's not... Ryan, it's not Sean's art, it's Mirka and Dolfo art. So it's his world, but he's not going to, he's going to do a cover, going to do some covers. Um, and supposedly he's like a story guru in it or something. More than but, likely they're going to take his world where things are kind of flipped around and that's all it takes to really say you're in his world. It's kind of yeah, flip the modus operandi. To me, it only works when he does the story and yep. and, and the art. So it just doesn't. I mean, I think I should probably at least give it a shot and read the first one. 
but I just don't I don't think it's gonna be it's not gonna work. I don't think Yeah. You do not have high hopes. I do not. Um static team up a non C number one. Icon versus sure. hardware. Yeah, they hit issue five. The uh throwback cover is cool. I'm gonna do some co- some collected editions with Lazarus Planet. Wonder what it's collecting. Just the books. Collecting Lazarus uh, Planet Alpha, Lazarus Planet Assault on Krypton, Lazarus Planet We Were Once Gods, Lazarus Planet Legends Reborn, Lazarus Planet Next Evolution, and Lazarus Planet Dark Fate, and Lazarus Planet Omega. Yeah. So can, can I, I just need to read like a wiki page on what what happened. <laughs> so I don't have to read all that. Mm-hmm. Monkey Prince uh, collecting Batman Volume 2, a de- Detective volume. The Beetle Graduation Day Run. Wildcats. Some YA stuff. Yep. And now into the tiny books. Uh, Batgirls, Batman Adventures, Batman Superman World's Finest, Black Adam. Another Black Adam. No, no, it was Shazam. I'm sorry. (laughs) Got Black Adam and Shazam confused. DC com DC Detective Comics 1073. Why is that getting buried down here? That's what I was thinking because you got 15 different uh, variant covers and you can't see a darn one of them. It's nuts. Justice Society hits its seventh issue. Superman Lost. Still, I that one came out today or not this week. I'm excited to mm-hmm. read that. Hope it's good. Uh, we're sliding back into some trades again and scene. <laughs> Not too shabby, DC. It's weird to bury your uh, 800 legacy books, but other than that, um, some neat stuff. Good to see Nightwing towards the top on things. Um, not a whole lot of new number ones. I tell you what, I don't really understand the method to their madness on some of this stuff. Yeah. What? Yeah, because... I thought we were going to get a, a Dawn of DC, like we we're going to get a number one all through it, but I, I must have missed, misunderstood. We've got a book of covers that is the first five, six pages of this thing, and then we just bury Detective Comics mm-hmm. or half these other books down there. I, I don't, I don't understand the multiple Superboys that get better get it i don't get it what are you doing but at least the stuff's in there there's lots mm-hmm. of good stuff lots of new stuff i'm interested in there you um, go so i'll take it hey drew i found a nice little life hack guess what it is uh, i wonder I, I might have the same thing you tell there me you go. it's these neat little magic mind elixirs it's this little uh little all-natural drink to drink in the morning a productivity drink i think they call it yeah yeah it's um it's pretty cool stuff. It's it's got matcha in it, which yeah. <laughs> uh, I've never been able to like afford matcha because it's a very high priced mm-hmm. like green tea. Uh, that's I don't know they pull it from the mountaintops or something. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and but it, it's like a concentrated version of ma- matcha, and it's like the best green tea flavor you'll ever taste. Absolutely. But I, I I drink this with my coffee in the mornings and. Uh, work days. Um, my mornings are uber productive. Uh, I don't know, like I'm, I'm not bouncing off the walls or anything. I just have like a little more energy, a little more clarity. You know, it's not it. It's it makes my my mind magic. I guess <laughs> you know what I mean. See, for me, it solved a nice little problem. I have this unfortunate energy drink obsession. I drink uh-huh. one to get ready in the morning. As I go, you know, the 140 milligrams of caffeine or whatever. But then. Midway through my eight-hour day, I talk myself into having a second one, and that's a little too much. It becomes kind of an expensive day. Uh, That's a lot of caffeine, and I'm still getting the crash from it. So I'm working on weaning my way off of that second energy drink, just having a little bit of caffeine in the morning. And these Magic Minds help me kind of finesse that way through, keep the sustained energy through the day, and not have to do a whole nother 
yeah. big giant energy drink the second yeah. half of the day. It's cut my <laughs> my pots of coffee from two to one, which is you know a healthy choice. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I, I'm burning through these, um, so I'm going to be using our code uh, to restock. And uh, you go to magicmind.co slash comics fun profit and use our code comics fun profit. You get 56% off the subscription for the next 10 days with this code. Um, you can use that same code uh, comics fun profit for to get 20% off, but you get 50% off if you do the subscription model um, in the next 10 days. So 56% off. They're really hooking you up. Yeah, more than half. More than half. I'm, I'm no math whiz, but that's pretty good. So yeah, Absolutely. check out check out Magic Mind. We like it, um, and we think it's make it's it's helping us make some healthy choices, which is what, which is what we need to do. Absolutely. <laughs> and maybe <laughs> I'll take something part. over in the hot ten. Yeah, of course, Hot 10 is where we head on over to our good friends at comicbookinvest.com. And we look at their Hot 10 uh, for March the 10th. So last week's Hot 10. And we start with the number one book, Something is Killing the Children, number 27, the Comics Pro variant. Going for between $175 and $200 and still increasing in price. Not sure how many were available, but the demand is far outpacing supply at this point. And, of course, we are not fans of books that aren't sold through comic book stores, but you got to keep an eye on them. Yeah, I mean, so, like, how many stores went to this? Mm Mm-hmm. This was given to store owners, or this was given to what is Comics Pro? On, yeah, I, I assume it's a site. You just buy the variant. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was like a summit, like a conference or something. Comics Pro. It's possible. Uh, okay. I don't. Yeah. At rank two, we have Invincible Iron Man number one, the second print, Bob Layton and one in twenty-five that has the really cool, all the different mech suits for Iron Man on all the different uh, versions. Two hundred to five hundred dollars. It's been a few weeks, but this one is back after some sh- some showed back up on eBay. Bay very shocked. There haven't been more for sale, so it looks like the print run on the one in twenty five version of the second print super small, and because of that, people are able to just command whatever they want for price. That's yeah, that is crazy. Um, I, yeah. So so I guess the first print was in was in color. Is that what we're saying? I I am unaware. Yeah, okay. At rank three, we have Nightwing 100, the second print, Dan Mora 1 in 25. So, and again, continuing with the trend of ratioed second prints, um, this one going for $80. Same cover as the first print, 1 in 100, just without the foil. Seems kind of lazy for a second printing 1 in 25. I tend to agree. Right. At rank four, we have The Good Asian, number one, Porn Stash Pinochet. On writing there, 9.8 going for $90. They were just 45 to 40. Indie options are very tricky and tend to drop pretty quick when they leave our minds. I have a feeling this one will suffer the same fate. At rank five, we have The Haunted Mansion, number one from 2016. Was well, just a $5 book, now a $15 to $20 book. We liked the trailer. I did not know there was a Haunted Mansion trailer. Definitely not an under-13 movie, but it looks fun. Not surprised there are renewed interest in the book. Okay. At Rag 6, Star Wars, Heir to the Empire, number one. This is an old Dark Horse Star Wars comic. 9.8 is going for $1,250. 9.6 is for three seventy-five. No surprise that Thrawn will be coming soon. Comic collectors are just very reactionary and have short-term memory loss. This is still one of those Star Wars keys that everybody wants because Thrawn is just dope, and that is why. We were just talking about Thrawn today, weren't we, Drew? Yeah, yeah. Um, when do you think we'll see him? We think we'll see him in this, this so, Mandalorian? We'll see him in Ahsoka. Ahsoka, okay. Yeah. At rank... Seven. We have Akanda. We have Wakanda number four, the second print, continuing the trend of second printings. Ten to fifteen dollars. The first cover for Kime. I know some of you hate later prints, but this one works. Let's see if we ever remember this character come Christmas time. Who's Kime again? I assume that person on the cover. I mean, I I just saw Wakanda not that long ago, and I can't remember. Yeah. At rank eight, we have Black Canvas number one by Television. Um, eighty dollars. 
I say it with abolition of man. This AI stuff terrifies me and intrigues me at the same time. Sure hope Will Smith doesn't tell us all that he told us so. Oh, is this another one of the AI books? Yeah, it looks like an AI book, whatever television is. At rank 9, we have Flash 794, the 1 in 50 foil variant, going for $75. If foil becomes a rare commodity, DC is who will be pointing all of our fingers at for using up all of our precious foil. (laughs) At rank 10, we have Amazing Spider-Man 21, the 1 in 100 Disney variant, going for $110 interested in these disney 100 variants they seem to be uh waning a little bit from the original ones i think marvel made a mistake not tying these to the titles that they are hoping to homage yeah because you've got a hulk homage on a spider-man book that's just dumb super dumb yeah i mean it wouldn't have taken that much effort to match them up literally nothing yeah yeah and we got honorable mentions X-23 Deadly Regenesis, number one, the Mike Choi one in 50 variant, going from between 55 and 70. This is one of those covers that we switch back and forth. Do you like it? Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Ah, who knows? <laughs> and the other honorable mention, Romantic Adventures, number 50. This is an old 10 center. CGC wow. 4.5, $2,100 initially. We were like, that one right. behind bars looks like... She's going to vomit, then read the blurbs and realize she is just vomiting inside the other woman's head. You. It's really, really a pretty car. Cool. Yeah. Cool comic. I like it a lot. <laughs> All right, Jerome, heading over to the FOC. Of course, FOC is our final order cutoff. It's our last ability to add a few things to our preview or our uh, initial order that we made through previews. You know, we're just a little bit closer. We've got a little bit more knowledge about things, and by golly, we're going to always make the right decisions. Right, Drew? Um, well, I don't know <laughs> if we always do. Let's look at it. We're at Lunar Distributions for our to the 19th, and I've got my handy little Excel sheet from our good friends at Calbunga Comics and Deep Discount Comics uh, to make any modifications to my order forms here. Uh, look at that. Miko Swyan, Batman Incorporated, number seven. So the cover B, it's black and white with a spot color of bloody teeth. Yeah. And with some uh, bat, maybe a bat in the in the lens. Really mm-hmm. trippy art there. I like yeah. it. Very good perspective art and stuff. These bat covers are always solid. Oh, yeah. Exorcist Never Die hits its first issue. That's from um, Mad Cave, is that right? Mad Cave, yeah. Yep. My boy Steve Orlando. Shout out. Shout out to Steve Orlando. Firstborns finishes up with its fifth issue. Congrats. More Lazarus Planet. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Miss Meow finishes up with her eighth issue and a ton of sexy, racy covers. Very. What is the imprint on that? Merc. Miss Miss Meow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Scout gives us Parting Ways by Alex Schurkenbach. Not 100 huh. sure the pedigree on that. Yeah. Red Zone number two. Red Zone number one was good. So I'll read number Red Zone number two. Excited Might for that. We'll do the next one. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, Nightmare Country. Glass House number one. Some good covers there. Yeah. Yeah. Superman Lost hits the second issue with some really killer covers. Mm-hmm. Lee Weeks, man. Like, some guys are good at, like, doing their style, right? Yeah. But Lee Weeks, man. Like, you don't see anybody draw a superhero curled up in the fetal position, like, <laughs> leaning up against the door, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So you don't have a lot of people don't practice that. So for him to be able to nail it means he's freaking talented, man. Definitely, definitely cool. Knows anatomy, understands the human form. Really cool. Very good. I'm heading over to Image. Let's get there. The last epi- or the last issue of Eight Billion Genies, of course. Eight cover C is they make a wish cover. All proceeds from the sales of this variant 
will be donated to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So add the cover C of 8 Billion Genies number 8 to your order regardless um, to help the Make-A-Wish Foundation. That is pretty cool. That is a neat thing, isn't it? Yep, and while you're at it, add um, the Paolo Rivera cover B to see a Tyrannosaurus Rex parachute out of an airplane. (laughs) All those proceeds go straight to Paolo Rivera. That's right. How nice. What a nice idea. Man, these Barbarians covers get better and better. Oh, the last Barbarians. You love these, man. Yeah. Have you read the first issue of this yet? Nope. Did you yet? No. Okay, I was going to ask if you if I should stay, let them stack up or just power them when, as soon uh, as they hit. I've got it stacked there. I'll read it. Let you know. Gorgeous. Better watch out. You'll pick it again. <laughs> Phantom Road number one going to a second print. So um, if anything means anything, go ahead and pick it up because second prints are hot. Yeah. Is it a one in 25? It is not. <laughs> World Tree number one, um, David Aha giving us cover. So that's an easy thing for Drew and I. Which one is it? The very last item. That's David Aha. According to the solicit. Yeah, that's not that's not, not what classic I know. Aha. Yeah, not classic Aha. More digital. Yeah, very uh, sprite yeah. based. Don't like it. Ooh, know your station's finishing up with issue five. Can't wait. That's been good. Another good boom book. This this boom book, um, know your station. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I told you this already. I might have. Um, I I don't believe you. Have. It reminds me of the fuse. Remember the ah, fuse? Ah, yeah, yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah, you know, well, they were on a space station. Yeah, and they, they were like cops. A, cops and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's kind of got that that to it. It's really fun. Like it's another one that I would. Like the fuse was one I wanted to see made into something, uh, 100%. and it never happened. So maybe this one will get p- optioned. You were interested in this great British bump off from Dark Horse, and its first issue comes out with several different covers. I don't know if I was. I mean, I, I said I was probably going to read it. You mentioned it like six times, is why I'm saying. Did I? Yep. Did I? It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons Saturday Morning Adventures number two from IDW. Of course, cool. the heat because the Dungeons and Dragons movie comes out at the end of the month, and there's a lot of heat on that IP. Yeah, that'll be cool. TMNT, the last run in Lost Years Director's Cut number one, um, and the Director's Cut getting a Gallant cover A, and of course the Kevin Eastman cover B. Yeah, that's a really nice Kevin Eastman cover B for Last Road in Lost Years. That's nice. Into our Marvel books. Well, look at that look at that Galactus um Alex Ross cover. Just his face is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Hellcat on its second issue, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur finishing up its five issue uh mini. Nice. She-Hulk making it to 12, um, and I very much like the Lee Huang Lee, or the Ji Huang Lee variant. Very We're shiny. Gonna, Predator's going to go to a second printing for its first issue with a Born, Bjorn Barron's oh, cover, yes. which is freaking great. That's it's awesome. A, it's a Predator. We got wait, Puma, no, wait. We got <clears throat> snakes, panthers, tigers, alligators, a bear, and a gorilla all in the same fighting a predator. Yeah. And there, was, there just needs to be a little cocaine there. Yes. Bjorn Barons, could you put more awesome onto one cover? That is the best thing I've ever yeah. seen. I love it. That is so cool. Warlock. I mean, that's going to sell. That's going to sell. <laughs> Somebody's going to buy that. Warlock Rebirth, number one. The Alex Ross Timeless is a nice little Thanos virgin variant there. Oh, that is nice. I love the the Lee Garbay Yoda cover for Yoda number six. Love, love, love that cover. And the Ji Young Lee She-Hulk is nice. Yes, I talked about that five minutes ago for quite a long time. What was, what was I talking about? Latexy and shiny. Was I looking at the... Uh, you were looking at the Bjorn Baron. Yep. Uh, I was enthralled. Yep. We can both be right. Yes. 
Oh, what a horrible homage cover. Yeah. Where are we at? Extreme X-Men 5. Yoon homage variant. Oh, yeah, you don't like that. Who does? Yeah, that that's... No, you, you nobody. You, the collective you, no, you oh, all yeah. would not like that. <laughs> 007 King and Country... Joseph Michael Linster variant looks just like what J- Scott Campbell would do. He's going to sue you. <laughs> I'm coming back to this Exorcist Never Die by Steve Orlando. It's combat exorcist. I don't know what that means, but I'm kind of <laughs> interested. It's a combat exorcist. Get honey trade. From American mythology, we have Legend Fell, number one. Mm. We didn't talk. We're on the third uh, issue of a book called Liquid Kill. I don't remember talking about Liquid Kill. In the first I don't one. either. I, I saw that. And I was like, I don't know what that is. Okay. So here we go. This is interesting. From Tokyo Pop, we have NBX Battle for Pumpkin King, number one. So this is Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, uh, it's five issue, which is one of five. So June, July, August, September, October, the fifth issue ending in October for Halloween. So I guess maybe, okay. but a lot of people, a lot of really big nightmare before Christmas, uh, fans. So that could do very well. We're getting an awful lot of covers of traveling for Mars number five. So I'm guessing that's the last issue or maybe not, maybe not. Maybe it's just been doing that many covers each time. Yeah. It's possible. Man, all right, Kyle. Gonna be tough. You wanna go first, buddy? You sure, to go I'm first? gonna I'm gonna steal your Bjorn Barons Predator number two. Or number one second print. That is great, isn't it? It just needs like a monster energy drink on it and you I mean it's just <laughs> it's so good. It is, it's just it's so yeah. good. I mean yeah. it, you need a version of this. I mean, like, honestly, when you uh, open up the first page, there should just be a guitar riff. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to go with the the Eight Billion Genies number eight, the Make-A-Wish. That's my dude right there. That's That's, that's pretty good. That's pretty cool. Absolutely. I'm pretty excited about that one. Time for a break from our show to pay the bills. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the c4 fap links you could ever need all in one place you can provide feedback listen support share enjoy these we have our patreon there you can buy us a beer or a coffee you can check out our instagrams our twitters our facebooks check out our youtube page you can email us you can listen to our podcasts on Patreon, if you're a subscriber, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on Podbean. We have Google Podcasts on there. We have an Amazon wish list. You want to buy Kyle and I something? Fine. You can do that here. We appreciate it. We have Kyle's RPG podcast listed on there, so you can check out his Dork Day Afternoon offerings. We have Cowabunga links, so you can check out the Cowabunga Deep Discount FOC and Pre-Order list. Get on that. That's RLCS, so you can check that out as well. And we want to just give you opportunities to say hi, to check out what we're doing, support us if you would like, or just listen. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fund profit for all the C4 FAP links you could ever need. Thanks. Back to the show. All right. I'm also excited about cover price and their top 10 of what is rocking on the secondary market. So let's head on over and see what they have to say about the things that are just booming on eBay. And starting at number one, Deadly Neighborhood Spider-Man number five, the Juan Ferreira regular cover. Of course, more Dream Spider. We talked about that last week. Crystal Katani, um, 82 copies continuing to sell. 25 bucks for near mint. You can get them for 14 as they settle down a little bit. But if you think Dream Spider is going to be something, here's your boy. Yeah. At rank number two, we have Wakanda number four, the second print. In 2022, Tosin Aduke took the comic world by storm. Within a few months, his first appearance skyrocketed astronomical values. This past week, we saw the first cover appearance of Kaime, a character closely related to Tosin. Will her character 
cover appearance continue the same trend. For now, this second printing is pulling a ton of heat. We tracked 24 copies, high of $16 and uh, for just a raw copy, and some can be found in near mint condition for 11 But if you're jumping, jump early. Yeah. At rank three, we have Batman 357, the black blank facsimile. Con season in, is here as the artists and celebrities line up. Collectors prepare their comics for signings and remarks. For fans of Batman, this recently released blank sketch cover is the perfect cover for signatures. It is a great blank cover with a classic 70s Batman and DC logo. We tracked 32 copies on the secondary market. $18 for Raw went one of them, but you can get them for just north of 10 bucks on there. But yeah, that is a nice canvas to get signed. Damn. <clears throat> At rank four, we have Daredevil number 183, the direct edition from 1982. With John Barenthal's return, it is a guarantee that we will see Punisher and Daredevil meet once again. However, will this meeting be friendly and cooperative, or will another grudge match of warring moralities ensue? If we follow collectors' buying trends, speculation leans towards the latter. Now this Punisher, now that Punisher has returned, fans are ready for a classic Frank Castle rage. But who will be on the receiving end? Only time will tell. 34 copies sold. Uh, CGC 9.8 is almost 300 bucks. Rawls 25. And at rank 5, we have Punisher Roller Journal number 5. Um, continuing the trend of Punisher and John Barenthal's return. Um, I don't have numbers on this one, but it is apparently a big deal. At rank six, we have Marvel Superheroes Secret Wars 7, the direct edition. Um, Industry insider Jeff Sneeder has shared information that Sidney Sweeney will portray the second version of Spider-Woman Julia Carpenter. This has been a rumor for quite some time. However, Schneider has been a reliable source for information in the past. While this is not confirmed, there is more merit to the baseless rumors of the past. Yet, why does IMDb list Dakota Johnson as Julia Carpenter? Anyways, Sydney's character name remains blank. That's also What's also interesting is while this rumor is trending, IMDb also lists Isabel Mercedes as Anya Corazon. If legit, this bit of information is flying way under the radar. We tracked 15 copies of the Secret Wars 7, 9.8 for $270. You're getting 16 bucks for this book, Drew, that we paid a dime for. <laughs> right? Yeah. At rank 7, we have Secret Wars 8. This is the old black suit. Black suit never gets old. 9.8 for $831. Fair market value for very fine. 186 bucks. Cray, cray. At rank eight, we have Batman 655. Damian Wayne is heading to the DC Universe, and anticipation is high. I, for one, am crazy high, too. I love Damian Wayne. I cannot wait. So high that fans have been picking up enough copies of Damian's first appearance to continue propelling it to the top of the list. And, of course, Drew loves this kind of thing. While this <laughs> appearance is only a cameo, it has been a tie-in break tie-breaking race with Damien's full appearance that's in 656. As of now, 655 is the preferred key. <laughs> right, Drew? No. I, I decide <laughs> that the preferred key is not you. <laughs> 330 for 9.8, 64 bucks for very fine <laughs> near mints. At rank 9, we talked earlier about the good Asian number 1. 20 copies on the secondary market. CGC 9.8 for just south of, of 100 bucks, And you're looking at 15 bucks for your near mint rolls. And at rank 10, Amazing Spider-Man 21, the Vitale uh, Manguidori Disney. This is the Disney 100. Black and yeah. white Hulk yeah. that doesn't match up. 24 copies sold on the secondary market. Someone paid $169 for raw, but you're getting them for less than ratio at 89 if you really look. Uh, Spidey Man, The Lost Years, number one from 1985. Okay. This is uh, the first appearance of Elizabeth Tyne, a.k.a. Janine Godby, a.k.a. Aloe's Eve. So 14 copies sold, high sale, 40 bucks for a raw. Secret Wars, number one. Um, also tracking 13 more copies of this sold, high sale, 470 for a CGC 9.8. Very fine. It's going around 40 bucks. God dang. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 124 from 1973. The first appearance of Wolfman, the son of J. Jonah Jameson, who encounters an amulet that turns him into a beastie. 
he might have put Peter in Across the Spider-Verse or Venom 3. Keep in mind, this is just speculation. Um, eager to get more supernatural characters such as this after the debut of Werewolf by Night in the Marvel special. We tracked 11 copies sold, high sale of 20250 for a CGC 8.0, and raw fines going around $103. Weird. Uh, Spider-Man number one, the silver one from 1990, comes in at rank 14. The silver one. Hmm. Yeah. Tracked 14 copies sold. High sale of 99 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Raw's around $18. So that's cheap. You can still get in on that. Uh, Avengers Annual 21 from 1992. More Kang stuff. This is Victor Timely. Uh, first appearance. 22 copies sold. 35 bucks uh, for a near mint. Uh, we hit Spawn number one, popping back in from 1992. It comes in at rank 16. 37 more copies of Spawn changed hand. High sale of 200 bucks for a CGC 9.8 and near mints around $28. Never heard of this book. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Mandalorian, the Terry Dotson 1 in 50 with Grogu on the cover. Uh, 10 more copies of this thing moved. Uh, 62.50 for a raw near mints below ratio at $45 at rank 18. Something is killing the children 27. The comics pro version we talked about earlier, uh, seven copies of this sold a high sale of $200 for a raw near mints around 114. Uh, something is killing the children. Number one, the, the original, High sale of 8.15 for a CGC 9.8. Raw's around 2. And rounding out the top 20 is Spider-Man 2099, number one. Across the Spider-Verse is coming out soon, so this is still hot. 17 more copies of it sold. High sale of 135 for a CGC 9.8. Raw's around 18 bucks. Can't wait for that movie to come out. I want to see all the spiders. I think I'm going to wait until the second half and just watch them back to back. Maybe. Might do that. All right, Drew, it's time for what everybody came for. Our sneak peek at next week. Let's head on over to Lunar Distributions and look for the items coming out for release on Tuesday the 21st. And I cannot stop looking at Batman Superman World's Finest 13, the Dan Mora cover. I love that Batman Superman running at the top in France. I went right by it. Where is it? Um, it is the fifth item. I'm on the wrong week. I knew you were. That's why I, I started talking immediately about this, because you tend to always be on the wrong week. I tend to always be on the wrong week. What's mm-hmm. wrong with me? Dates are hard, man. Dates are hard. World's Finest, Dan Mora. Yeah, we liked this when it was in FOC, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Very good looking book. Yeah, that's nice. David Nakayama with the cover A for Catwoman 53. We're not sure what's going on with the ears, but we think it's weird. We love the Sweeney Boo cover C, and uh, the International Women's Day is pretty good, too, except why is there a hairless cat? We don't like the whip marks on her back from the Sergio Acuna cover B. We don't want to have to explain it, so we just moved on instead of having to talk about it. Why? Where did the whip marks come from? I don't know. Yeah. Who whipped, who whipped Catwoman? Yeah, crazy. Has she always had scars? I, I want to know. We demand answers. And what Drew demands is he demands his own personal copy of Deceased War of the Undead Gods, number seven, the cover B, Ben Oliver, homage, cardstock variant, of course, Prince Purple Rain cover. Which was a, a FOC pick for me. For me. Yep. And boy, DCS Legions of Bloom one shot Derek Chu. Wow. Boy, you're good at what you do, Derek Chu. What is going on there? Everything. That, that is crazy. Mm-hmm. The, you know, a sleeper series as far as covers is concerned is these GCPD, the Blue Walls. Right. This is uh, uh, issue six and these Rieko uh, Murikama covers. They've yeah. been very good and very telling. I'm, I'm actually quite impressed with those. The whole series has had good covers. 
It's a really good series. There you go. It's good to see. Ooh, second printing of Lazarus Planet, next evolution, number one. Mm. Lots of poo-poo it, but eh. Did well, are any of these characters, by doing the second print, throwing them on the cover for the first time? Oh, yeah, I don't know. That's a great night. I I, I love the great, the Nightwing font cover, and I like the group shot. Well, that's great, too. They have an ice cream. <laughs> Power Girl gets a trade paperback. She needs a book. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or to team up with somebody. Mm-hmm. Swamp Thing, Green Hell, Issue 3, Believe It When I See It. Jeff Lemire, come on down. This is the first International Women's Day cover I've really liked, and that's for Wonder Woman 797 cover G, the Jasmine Darnell cover. I actually think that's a very, very, very well done cover. You like that, huh? Mm hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And I like it's this like... Uh, Wonder Woman 797 cover D, the Shazam Fury of the Gods movie cardstock. We get to see uh, Shazam versus the Dragon on that, so that's, that's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. Um, on an image, we're getting Dead Romans, number one. This is Fred Kennedy and Nick Marinkovich. Kind of a weird time time period. 50,000 Romans die. Just like a... Lush, beautiful illustrations bring to life a brutal tale of love and war from the birth of the Roman Empire. Doing six covers for this thing. For history book. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I did just finish Manifest Destiny, but that's different. Completely. Second printings of Nemesis Reloaded 2 and Nightclub 3. That's impressive. Damn them all gets its sixth issue. It (laughs) says it's six of six. I'm hearing the book got extended to an ongoing. Which book is this? Damn them all from Boom. Okay. Um, it doesn't say. Okay, now it, okay, it does say in the epic conclusion of the first story arc. Um, only this says six of six, but I, but I heard it was it did so well that it's going to be continued now. Question is, are we going to be damn them all colon something else with a new number one? Or are we just gonna go issue seven? seven? Yeah, I'll be uh, very curious to see. Cy Spurrier and Charlie Adlard. I want to just do number seven. I want you to just go ahead and do a number seven, but yeah. you can't because this says six of six. So we'll probably have to call it. Yeah, damn them all to electric boogle. <laughs> Doggone it! You're right, Kyle. They will do that. Yep. The neighbors. Na- yep. You're go exactly ahead. On the same place I was. Go ahead. Uh, Jude Ellison S. Doyle. Is that one person? I think so. And uh, Letizia. Caranochi on art here. When Jeanette and Oliver Gowdy move to a quaint mountain town, their daughter Casey becomes part of a horrific chain of events, revealing that the neighbors are anything but what they seem. Soon an unsettling old woman named Agnes Early fixates on Janet and Oliver's other daughter's two-year-old Isobel. It becomes clear that it is impossible to know who to trust or where or who is even human steeped in Irish and English folklore and mythology. Very cool. A tale perfect for fans of Eat the Rich and Nice House on the Lake. Both good. Mm-hmm. Both good books. I don't see much else till I get down to Marvel. Mm. <clears throat> the facsimile for Marvel is Avengers 9, the old book from 1963. Yeah, that's a classic, right? Yeah, the old Wonder Man book. So, Doctor Strange is relaunching again? <laughs> well, we had the, the completely whack job book last time, wasn't it? Yeah, you're right. So, I guess this is a little little easier to digest. I'm reading it. I'll read it. That it is, is It is Jed McKay. I, like, I, I mean, I like the standard cover. It's nice. Alex Ross's Timeless is the Dormammu cover on that, and that is really cool. The flaming head of Dormammu. I think I love the scrochy, though. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. It's going to be tough. That's a pretty cover. Yeah. Spider-Man Lost Hunt 5 of 5 gives you a very cool final battle cover. And that is a really striking cover by Ryan Brown. Yeah. So many Star War. So much Star War. My <laughs> so, goodness. So many wars, so little stars. Tell you what is going on. The Women of Marvel, number one. Lots of covers for that. I'm going to bother with Dynamite. See if there's anything in the back half that piques my fancy. Man. Curse of Clever uh, County, number one. Mature Garrett gun book from SourcePoint. Set in one of the deadliest fictional locations in the world, The Curse of Clever County is an ongoing anthology series that follows some of the most grotesque, gruesome, and gore-fueled killers as they haunt, horrify, and harrow a peaceful the peaceful residence. This issue, The Hooked Horror of Harlow, begins. That's a little too... Uh-huh. Yeah. Deep Dark, number one, is a four-issue series from SourcePoint by David Sundra doing art and writing. Uh, Gods and Monsters. Cover looks interesting, but I don't know. The Fallen. Just the one cover from Red 5. Matt Ringel, Harry Pontiana. Casper Clay, an ancient writer and immortal servant of Zeus, turned private detective. Mm, okay. I might wa- I might read that, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Easta, E-A-S-T-A, number two, going to a second print from Scout Comics. It looks like the Easter Bunny is going on a little crazy. Now, Kyle, have you ever read any of the Final Fantasy hardcovers? No. no. Graphic novels? I I did look at that as I went past it. You're a big fan of the game, but not your yes. any other medium. Yeah, this is a novelization. Ah. This novel in two parts delves into the paths of both Eris and Tifa. I don't even know who those people are. I hate you. Because I don't know who they are? Correct. You've got to know who the, those two are. I don't. I, I mean, I haven't played a Final Fantasy game for decades, Kyle. But you bought, I mean, you played seven. You have to remember those things. Come on. I have to? Yes. I don't think you understand how my brain works. (laughs) Road Trip to to Hell, number one, going to a second print from Scout. Nicole DeAndrea and Minoki Makani on this. Gross. Did we look look at Pop Scars? Mm. Hollywood Revenge Story, Vigilante Badass, famous Hollywood producer, She's Out to Kill. I think so. Pretty Definitely interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, a lot more choices this week. For sure. Mm-hmm. But Drew, only one thing can be your pick of the week. Only one. And you're going to want that one now? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I am hinting around uh, that I will be looking for that book. Do I want to do The Fallen? Do I want to do that scrochy Man. Do you want to do the other Purple Rain book? I'm not doing Purple Rain again. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with The Fallen. Red 5. <clears throat> Hmm. I liked that other. Yeah, man, there's a couple books in DC that really pulled my eye too. It's just a yeah, question. go back on. You gotta find them. Yeah, I like that International Women's Day cover for Revenge of the Gods. Dead Romans seems. I mean, there's got to be a big deal to it if it's got so many covers. Yeah. Let's go Dead Romans and let's go cover E. Where am I at? Image. Oh, okay. Let's go with the, the Roman, the birth of the Roman Empire book, and I like the cover. E. I mean, they're putting a, there's something there because they mm-hmm. sure are putting a lot behind it. Yeah, and it's supposed to be an ongoing 
and I love a good image ongoing. It's been forever, so really, I'll put my weight behind it if I think they're going to do something cool. But yeah, Dead Romans. All right. Of course, thank you for traveling along with Drew and myself as we go through our sneak peek at next week and all other cool stuff. Head on over to Patreon.com, search comics for fun and profit, find us there, get exclusive access to some of our reviews. We've been trying to do extra stuff. Drew and I have been hanging out together more off mic and going to movies together, and we're doing it all for you, not because we like each other and join each other's company. <laughs> we simply do it so we can make a podcast out of it, but throw it on Patreon. That's how we roll. That's not so. why I do it. <laughs> oh, never mind. So <laughs> join Patreon for Drew and I's first heart to heart on how we feel about each other as well. So. <laughs> um, get access to uh, exclusives. Get access to Slack channels, um, behind the scenes, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, we really appreciate all of our fans and all the people that really support and help us for what we do. For Drew and for myself, see ya. As you know, our LCS is Cowabunga Comics, Lake Country's Wisconsin's best pop culture destination for new comics, back issues, gaming, retro video games, vinyl, and figures. Give them a call. 262-569-9999. Check them out online at cowabungacomics.com or follow them on Twitter at Incredical. Uh, they are our LCS and we utilize their deep discount mail order service to bring Walk, Wisconsin closer to us. They'll take care of you. Tell them Drew and Kyle sent you. Say hi to Eric and James from us. If you need an LCS, you can't go wrong with Cowabunga Comics.